Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. 10 with me to Malachi. Have you found Malachi? All right. Now we will please stand and then read together. Malachi chapter 4. And we're going to read verse 5 and 6. Today I'm preaching a Father's Day special message. All right. Let's read verse 5 and 6. It says, Behold, I'll send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the great blessing and opportunity of being in church, of receiving your word, and Lord, of growing in you. We ask that you would bless us at this time and open our hearts to receive your will. In the name of Jesus, amen. All right, you may be seated. Now, I want to share with you um, a little about fatherhood. Amen. You can call my, my message, a father is a special person. Now, Um, in Malachi 4 verse 6 Bible says he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children and the heart of the children to their fathers amen and um, in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 4 if you don't mind turning with me To verse 14. It says, I write not these things to shame you, but as my beloved sons, I warn you. Verse 15. For though you have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet have ye not many fathers. Have you found it in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 15? It says, for though you have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet have ye not many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. Amen. And finally, let's look at Matthew 23. Matthew 23. And we are going to look at verse... Um, Nine. We've got verse 8. It says, But be ye not called rabbi, 
For one is your master, even Christ, and all ye are brethren. Verse 9. And call no man your father upon the earth, for one is your father which is in heaven. Neither be ye called masters, for one is your master, even Christ. Amen. Well, here you have Jesus telling us not to call anybody father. Hallelujah. Because um, one is your father, which is in heaven. Well, this is an interesting statement. And uh, does it mean that uh, somebody's daughter should not call her father daddy or your children should not call you daddy or papa or da or whatever you call your father? I want to attempt to share with you a few thoughts on this wonderful revelation, the revelation of Jesus. Amen. Now, he said that um, the earth was going to be cursed if the heart of the fathers is not turned. You know what? Give me as much volume as possible because these people next door are playing their music very loud. So give me volume so that we can at least dominate our little world here. Now, the Bible is saying that a curse will come to the earth when fathers are not interested in their children and when children are not interested in their fathers. Their hearts are turned away from each other. Now, why is that so? Because almost every blessing that will come on this earth or to the earth will come through fathers. Fathers are the, the um, channel through which God blesses the earth. That is why the Bible says, I'm going to send Elijah the prophet so that he will work on the people. So that fathers will be interested in children. And children will be interested in fathers. Because all blessings come to the earth through the fathers that God gives. Amen. I'll give you a few examples. The salvation that has come and that comes to mankind comes from the Father through His Son, Jesus Christ. That is how it's possible for salvation to occur and to come to this earth. To become a priest in the Bible, your father has to be a priest. So for the priestly uh, office to run through the world and for there to exist priests, we need to have fathers. Your father must be a priest if you're going to be a priest. For certain gifts and anointings like Elijah and so on, the gifts and anointing that were on him, you had to have fathers like Elijah who passed on the gift into the earth. 
there's something that we call inheritance inheritance is what you receive naturally and easily it comes from fathers many of the rich people in america are rich because they had fathers who were rich you know when you look on the news and you see all the buildings in america they are all owned by people the fathers who built them somebody owns them are you listening to me all right so the bible is very clear uh, about the fact that blessings come through fathers so a father is a special person now jesus goes on to say don't call anybody a father all right that's why we call people who are attempting to be fathers we give other names like daddy and papa and da and so on so that we don't call them father at least we call them attempted father which is daddy or papa or whatever it's all an attempt to be a father now the reason why no one on this earth can really be a father is because our heavenly father is the real father whom who who, who 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 sits in the office that real office of a father and so paul said you don't have many fathers he didn't say you have only one father he said you don't have many fathers because the blessings that must come to your life which will come through fathers huh? There is no one human being on earth who can ever sit in that office and provide you with all the things that were supposed to come to your life through a father. Your biological father may give you an education, but he may not teach you how to cook. You know, there are some people who are good at giving you a good education, but they may not teach you social graces. Uh, they may not they may not teach you how to be a good father or a good uh, 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 um, wife you may have your certificate but you don't know how to make a house warm and you may not be marriageable can I have an amen? amen or you may have a father who will help you to become a lawyer or whatever but he will teach you how to commit adultery all the time by his life are you listening to me or he may help you to have a good education take you to the university but he may never teach you about Christ is that not so so in the end he is giving you something but he is He's never able to give you everything that you need. And since the blessings on this earth are coming through fathers, one person can never provide all that you need and will never be the channel for everything. He will be a channel for some things. And so, fathers, biological fathers, you must pray that God will send the other fathers to your children because they will help 
to fill up the deficiency which is there in all of us. Whoever you are, you will never be an adequate father. I have prayed for my children to have a somebody like Pastor Ko is a father to my children. He prayed for them to receive Holy Spirit baptism. They look up to him. He teaches them all the time. They like to be with him. Sometimes he even invites them to his house. And they are interested in him. And they are attracted to him. And they see a Christian that they, they look up to. And all they are, they, he has taught them how to play instruments. How to sing Christian songs. And when you come to my house, you hear Christian music. And my sons are Christians playing instruments and rehearsing and singing Christian songs and some of the things that I may not talk about you know God has also provided somebody to talk to them and talk about let's face it most of us we didn't get certain things from our homes hey and sometimes it is in church you come and find another section of the father the father and, and that provides section 2 or section 3. Yeah. And, and even your pastor is not able to provide everything. He's also, also, he's also deficient and will also provide just a part. And then God will use somebody else and another person and so on. By the time you finish going through life, you are likely to have not many, not a thousand, but you have a few people who have really through them, they be fathers to you in different areas. And it is important for you to understand. That's why Paul said, you don't have many fathers. You don't have many. But he didn't say you have one father. And so, you must understand that whoever your father was, he probably, he has, he, a blessing has come to you, but there are other things that need to come to you. And you need to open your heart and receive the different fathers that God brings to your life at different stages of your life. Some fathers may be there for a very long time. Some may be there in different seasons. Some may be for a very short time or something very little. Some may be predominantly fathers and, uh, uh, you know, in terms of the series of fathers. We have one or two that are whatever or one father. But you must be open to receive from the different people and you must know you know sometimes i look at parents and you think you are bringing your child up you know send your child to go and do spanish lessons ballet dancing violin lessons what have you and you will not allow your child to also receive what the child needs to receive from god and through other fathers and spiritual people who can father the child and will tell the child certain things. Because sometimes, because you have to beat the child at home, you are not the nicest person to minister certain things. So God has to raise somebody else who doesn't beat them, you get it, and who doesn't have to shout at them all the time to also show them certain things. I tell you, and you must understand this, that blessings that God has planned for your life, I tell you, they come through fathers. Salvation came through the father. From father to son. Every blessing, inheritance, even riches. Look, 
all of us, it takes something to break out of what your father biologically made you. I tell you, if your father set you up as a poor person, uneducated, little whatever bugger, I mean, it's difficult to break out of that mode. No matter what you do, it's difficult to come out of it. If he, if, he, if he set you up and he made you go to school and made you educated and made you do certain things, then you find yourself, when you come to a certain realization that you are at a level, straight away to start life with. We are in Ghana. We are Ghanaians. How much money do we have? What did our fathers leave us? Look. The people who have been fathers of this nation, who should have built the nation, for us to get up and look around and see the buildings and have the dams and the hydroelectric dams all over the nation and the whatever. Did they do it? But thank God for Kwame Nkrumah. You can see, since, you see, Ghana has been blessed through the first president who had a certain mind since the, he built that dam it's been very difficult to do anything else <laughs> I tell you it's been difficult to do anything else and so these fathers provide and the blessing comes and when you don't have a person with a certain fatherly attitude you'll find it very very difficult amen so I want you to turn with me to John and I want to show you four wonderful and special things that are going to come into your life through your father. Amen. Now, when I talk about this, I want you to open your heart and also begin to be sensitive. Amen. And begin to be sensitive to receive somebody as a father, apart from maybe your biological. Your biological father, per se, is something that is easy to know that this is my father. Do you understand? But it's not so easy to realize that there are going to be other people who are also fathers. And then it's also not so easy to realize or recognize who is the father or who is an extra father that the Lord is bringing into my life and into my ministry. Amen. Amen. So if you are able to detect these things, you will find out that uh, uh, they do that. And many times in a church, if God blesses the church, the church will have a father and many people experience blessings like the blessings of a father in a church. That is why in the Catholic church, they often call their priests father. Father this, father that, father that. Amen. Now let me show you certain blessings that will going to come to your life through a special person called a father. And it is in recognition of that that Father's Day came into existence. Amen. The first thing that you can benefit from a father, whichever of the fathers you have, natural, spiritual, social, and so on, the first thing is that you have somebody to copy. Somebody to copy. And I am not using any other word than the word copy. Amen. Somebody to copy. Somebody to imitate. 
Amen. One day somebody saw me walking and he was laughing at me. He said, hey, the way you walk, you walk like your father. And he said, you throw your legs and so on. And I said, listen, who should I walk like? I'm walking like my father. There's nothing wrong with that. If my legs walk like my father's legs and I throw my legs like my father threw his leg, then it's, it's, I'm, I'm happy that I walk like my father. It's not an insult to tell me that I look like my father. Is my father a goat? Yeah. There's nothing wrong if I walk like my father. If somebody meets you and says, you walk like... Because the thing about a son or a daughter is that there will be some characteristics that have come to you. Whether they are spiritual, physical, social, anointing, that will come to a real child. You will see that this characteristic is there. And biological characteristics are just one aspect of, uh, of, of, of what comes to you. So in John chapter 5, verse 19, Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, The Son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the Father do. For whatsoever things he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. For the Father loveth the Son, and showeth him all things that himself doeth. And he will show him greater works than these, that you may marvel. Amen. Notice verse 19. He says, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the Father do. For what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. Amen. This verse is telling us exactly what Jesus' mind was. He said, I do what I see my father doing. I have somebody to copy. And somebody to imitate. And somebody to be like. Hallelujah. And for me, in the ministry with some of the fathers that God has given me, I have somebody to copy. Amen. I have Papa Hagen who has been a father to me in the ministry and I am very happy to copy him I don't have any inhibitions about it he wrote books, I write the books in the same when I was writing book, I just took his book and I used the same format I have somebody to copy I don't have any difficulty with that I'm happy to copy my father and I'm actually proud if somebody tells me that you look like your father or that your ministry is like your father's ministry if, if my sons become uh, like Pastor Ko, preachers, uh, pastors, singers, uh, they went to school, etc. I will be happy. It's a good example to me. I will be happy if they are one day teaching in the JJ and teaching his son, who is a year old or a few months old, and they are now pastors of him, teaching him how to play guitar and this and that. I will be happy. I will be happy if they copy somebody you understand who is a father to them and so you must pray for your children because if if satan is able to get a weed smoker or any sad person to be a father to your child in school he will give birth to a terrible animal and your child will be turned into something else. and when you see your child you say man how did my child become like this and that is why we must know that where your child, you allow your child to be is very important because 
your child is learning from many people apart from yourself. So thank God for somebody to copy. So you see sometimes you have a child, you know, six years old, and you are allowing your child to be with someone who is 14 years old, or maybe a child is nine years old or 10 years old. You are allowing the child to be with a bad girl who is uh, 16 years old or 17, who is teaching them certain things. Be very careful because a father is somebody who is copied. Is copied. Amen. Be very careful. You allow your child to be moving with bad people and certain things. If that person begins to have a fatherly role, even a demonized fatherly role over the person, you will have your child copying and doing what he sees his father do. If he sees his father smoking, he will smoke. If he sees his father drinking, he will drink. I tell you, all that you are and all that we all are, we are what we are through fathers. Even in Ghana, we are enjoying electricity quietly and peacefully because Kwame Nkrumah organized money, he organized contractors, he organized all the politics that he needed to organize to bring that dam and put it here. And since then, nobody has been able to do feasibility studies, pre-feasibility studies, different kinds of things, but to actually build the dam, nobody has been able. That's why we have electricity. You understand what I'm saying? Go to other countries. It is not like that. Just go even next door to Nigeria and see whether the light comes on and off on a daily basis. So somebody to copy. Number two, somebody through whom you are going to be honored. You're going to receive honor through your father. Verse 22, he says, For the father judgeth no man, but hath committed all judgment to the son, that all men should honor the son, even as they honor the father. He that honoreth not the son, honoreth not the father. He said that all men should honor the son, even as they honor the father. When you have a father, you begin to receive the honor of the father, or honor that comes through the father. You have someone through whom you receive honor. You see, my biological father did certain things, accomplished certain things, put me in a certain position that immediately before I, I knew whether it was important to do this or that, I was a medical doctor. You see, now I'm very glad I'm a medical doctor. At least that's the education I had. Even though I'm in the ministry, it helps me. And before I could think, you understand, I had followed what he said. I had done what he said I should do. Before I now even had the choice or the, 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 the mind to choose whatever, you know, I had done what he wanted me to do. And now, here I am. I am a medical doctor. And I have received a certain honor because there is an honor that goes with that status. And if your father wanted you to be a doctor and you said, I want to be a secretary. I want to be a seamstress. I don't want to be any. I want to be an actor. I want to be a singer. I want to be whatever. And you just do whatever you want to do. You, let, you miss the honor that would have come to you through your father. I would not be anything in the ministry if it were not for the fathers that God gave me. There's nothing at all that I would have had in the ministry. Ministry is not by reading notes and writing exams. Ministry is by having a father. And that's why Jesus boasted. He never called himself an apostle or a pastor or this or that. He called himself a son. He boasted always that he was a son. I believe that the son is what, with what, what encompasses this apostle prophet, pastor, teacher, everything that is in the father came as the, and he called it son. 
That's what he calls son. Now you never see him call him an apostle or the prophet and so on. But he was all these things. And all those together is what becomes the son. It's a good message. I know it's a good message. So you are going to receive honor. And you will never be honored unless you have a father. The next one is the next benefit that's going to come to you through your father is you're going to know what to do. What to do in life. It's amazing. Verse 30 of John chapter 5. It says, I can of myself do nothing. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just. Because I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father which hath sent me. Now, he doesn't even have to think. You get it? He just has to do the will of his Father. And he says, I'm seeking to do what he wants me to do. And I tell you, a child will be better off doing what his father wants him to do. Every child would like to stay home and play games. But a father will say, you're going to school. A father will say, this is what you are doing. This is what you are doing. And so the blessing of knowing what to do in this life comes through a father. And many people don't know what to do with their life. And don't do the right thing because they never have a father who says, listen, this is the way we are going now. Is it clear? Left turn, right turn, next step. You don't give children options. You know, in Islam, one of the reasons why they, 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 they take the whole nation is they don't, they don't believe in giving children options. We are born in this home. Everybody is in this religion. There's nothing else to it. And we will do ourselves some good by learning some of those things. A child can never know. Child will want to stay at home and play PlayStation. We don't play PlayStation from Monday to Friday. You have to go to school. And a child will say, I want to be an astronaut. I said, you cannot be an astronaut. You have to be a physics teacher or something practical. There are no astronauts in Ghana. Atomic Space Agency, since they started, they've closed it down. I don't know when we are going to build our first rocket. It's a good message. I know it's a good message. And the last thing is, you're going to have someone to introduce you. In John chapter 5, verse 37, it says, The Father himself, which hath sent me, hath borne witness of me. You have neither heard his voice at any time, nor seen his shape. And you have not his word abiding in you. For whom he hath sent, you believe not. But he says, The Father himself, which hath sent me, hath borne witness of me you have someone to introduce you someone to approve of you and someone to appoint you i tell you so sometimes when your father has introduced you has approved of you has introduced you sometimes i was one day i was with i was with certain uh, uh, external ministers and i was saying you know if this person have not introduced you nobody will know you as a pastor when did you become a pastor you don't you'll not be known as a pastor you know so we thank god for fathers on this day and i want to acknowledge all fathers you know don't, don't be angry with your father because he's not perfect he was not intended to be perfect and he is not perfect and he will never be perfect and god did not intend to bring every blessing to every child through one person and one father and that's why i said don't call anybody father. i mean it's ridiculous to call somebody father because he will never 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 be up to it but Silas, no matter how spiritual you are and whoever you are your son jojo can never receive all that he's supposed to receive from you the blessings of a father god is going to raise up other people 
So send your child and let them go out there. Amen. Expose yourself. You yourself must know there are things you are going to receive from other people that you didn't get at home. And God will bless you. And let, Some of us say we don't know how to marry because you didn't see marriage. You never saw marriage. Oh yes, you didn't see marriage. You saw something else. Some of you were stayed only with your mother. Some of you stayed only with your father. Some of you stayed with a relative. Some of you were in boarding school. Are you boarding school? You go to boarding school as a little child. What are you going to learn there? You see the little children at Chimota school. Little, little, little ones running to and fro like flocks of sheep. What are they going to learn there? Who is their father and who is their mother? Do you understand? Many of us didn't see some of the things we ought to see. But God has a way. Amen. God has his grace by which he supplies what you lack and what you don't. Some of us don't know how to even use cutlery. Because you don't use cutlery in your house. You, you get what I'm trying to say. When you see us eating at the table, almost as Tom, uh, whatever, you know, if you don't take care and uh, like a crab, you may not easily be happy at the table if they take you to a higher mighty dinner. But you see, God will raise up somebody else. Some of you don't know how to dress. You get, you come to church and somebody will tell you, you know, you don't wear this with this. You get it? We don't wear this with this. This, this doesn't go with this. Don't, don't be angry because God is using the person as a father. Because some of that, we, we were not told. Ladies, some of you, your mother was, you know, quite prostitute-like. So she didn't teach you how to dress. So you come to church and they will show you, we don't wear such things. You can't wear a nightie to go out. It's too skimpy. I said it's too skimpy. You don't wear it. Some of us ladies, we don't know how to sit. You get it? You, you, because you've never learned how to sit. In your house, you sit anywhere. Your right leg is somewhere. Your other leg is somewhere. But you come to church and then God will give you a mother. And the mother or the father will show you. A lady doesn't sit like that. Thank God for fathers. Thank God that he has ways to cover up. That's why even an orphan may grow up in an orphanage all his life, but God will give somebody to be the father. God will give somebody to be the mother. Receive them. That is why anyone who dishonors fathers and mothers, you have a problem. And a curse is truly coming into your life. See a child who doesn't follow what his father says. And look at the end of such a child. Even if sometimes if you have a family with six children, look at the children who did what their father said, and look at the one who doesn't. Usually, when you have a lot of children like that, there's one or two who are some way they don't do what their father wants them to do. And just look at that person. You see the difference is like heaven and earth. The difference is like hell and heaven. You see such a stark difference. Everybody is educated. This one is not educated. Everybody is normal. This one is looks abnormal. It's all because one followed and received the blessing. But that child, his heart was turned away from his father. And sometimes, sometimes the firstborn, you know, many firstborns were dispossessed. You know, if you are here, you are a firstborn, pray for yourself. And also, pray for your firstborn children. Because you see, do you know why? Firstborn children, they see the father and the mother struggling. They see more and they know more. So they are more familiar with them so they, they they develop rebellion easily 
Because they say, but you, look, you, 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 I saw you shouting here. I saw you fighting. I saw you. So they can easily be rebellious because they saw certain things. But the younger one, they didn't see anything. They're just in their world, playing up and down, playing up and down. Pray for firstborns. I tell you, Jacob's firstborn was dispossessed. Jacob and Esau, you find out that the younger one was brought up. You find, uh, um, uh, what's the name? Jacob Reuben, who was also set aside. All these were firstborn. Twins, you see that the younger will be brought up. Throughout the Bible, you find. One day I saw somebody having a crusade. They had written a big banner, overcoming the curse of the firstborn. And I said, it's a good topic. Because we need to break out of rebellion. And we need to break out of every such spirit so that we can move on and receive the fathers that God has sent for us. Shall we stand to our feet? All right. I think today we have really struggled with the music. But it is well. Were you able to hear the message? All right. It's like praying when it's preaching when it's raining. But as well, we are going to be moving from here soon. Amen. We are moving to Kanesh. When we move, we'll close here now. So those of you who think we'll still be here, we will not be here. We are moving. So please get ready. I'm telling you in advance. So that you will not say we didn't know. If we had known, we would have moved our house. Start moving your house. Because we are moving from here. Amen. Lift your hand and thank God for fathers. Thank God for the Heavenly Father. And all the other people attempted fathers and daddies and mummies and papas and whatnot who are all attempts at trying to help to to father you and bring the blessings that the father of light the father of spirit the real father the heavenly father was trying to give to us thank god thank god that it's a day to honor your father a day to honor your mother a day to recognize his blessing that has come into our life through fathers and through people that he has sent to us to be a blessing to us heavenly father we thank you we praise your name we thank you that you help us lord some of us have rebelled against father we have gone our own way and our lives are all mixed up and confused now but father we pray for mercy we pray that you turn our hearts now to the fathers you give us lord and to the current fathers you are giving to us lord that our hearts will be one with them and that this time we will listen and that this time we will hear and that this time we will go the right way and the way that you have ordained and planned for all of us lord that we may see the blessing that the curse on the earth will escape us and the blessings of jehovah will come into our life because we believe in the fathers and receive the blessing that comes through the many fathers that you are sending to our life we thank you father we praise your name in the name of jesus and as every head is bowed and every eye closed pastor pray with me i want to give my life to god i want to give my life to jesus if you are here and you want to be born again you want to say pastor i don't understand what it means to be born again but i want to be born again i want to give my life to god please help me please pray for me pray with me lift up your right hand quickly as we close just your right hand god bless you i see your hand lift it up okay if you if you lift it up you can put it down but lift it up so i can see thank you thank you i see your hand i see your hand i see your hand. very good you can put your hand down now if you raised your hand all right i want you to come to me in the front and i want to just pray for you. just come from wherever you are standing come from the back come from the middle come from wherever you are i want to give my life to god god wants to bless you bible said god loved the world and he sent his son 
Jesus Christ, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Come to the love of the Father, for God loves you and he cares for you. Come from upstairs, from the back, from wherever you are. God bless you. Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for all my sins. I receive you, Lord Jesus, as my Savior and my Master. Thank you, Lord, for blessing my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.